Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. What's going on, everybody? Jesus, holy shit, are we back or what? This is going to sound a little different um, because we are back in studio. Woohoo! Yeah! <sighs> Woo! Yeah, it's, it's, it's all of our fans clapping for us. All one of them. All one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, um, yeah, no, uh, no, no uh, internet connection issues with this shit. Yeah, fuckers. We're like right to the source, so. Um, We're landline bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kicking it old school like a land party. Um, I'm sure some people out there are gonna go, "What the fuck are these guys talking about? What's a land party?" Um, that was back in the day when, if you wanted to play multiplayer games with your friends, you had to bring your own system and a fucking TV, and you hooked that shit all up together. We didn't do that once or twice. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had. I had a spare TV at your house to play fucking SOCOM on. You did, so. and you had a chair and a chair. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty rad. So, uh, yeah, that's Kevin. I'm Kevin. Oh, yeah, I'm Kevin. I forgot we yeah. should have done that shit before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, uh, we just got so excited about being back in person. That I know. Kind of completely Do we forget what, you, what show this is? This is Dark Windows oh, Podcast, yeah, right? Goddamn, dude. <laughs> Glad one of us is paying attention. Uh, fuck. Well, guess what? You know what? Before you even ask, I'm going to say it. This week... Don't knock your microphone over. I know, over. I know. This it's called etiquette, we, dickhead. You gotta remember. Well, anyway. So this week... We're... Kevin's like, hey... Uh, Kevin was like, you know... What are we gonna cover this week? And I was... He's like, aliens? So... Um, In other words, I wanted Kevin to do the research so yeah. I could start on another thing. So, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Kevin and I were talking about, you know, what, like I said, what we wanted to cover and for it. And he suggested, like, aliens, yeah. So I said, okay, I'm game. Of course you are, you. So. <laughs> you stargazing son of a bitch. You know, you know, you know that, that alien guy, you know, got that call from the bullpen. Yeah. Bring your, the righty. Get in here. So. With his giant fucking head. <laughs> I started looking. <laughs> And, well, I found one thing. 
but then I was like, eh, well, there's, there's, there is a festival for it, so maybe, you know, maybe I should hold off on it and go to the festival, and then we can talk about not only it, the event, but also, you know, our experience at the <laughs> but festival. Also it, the festival. Yeah. It, colon, the festival. Yes. <laughs> well, turns out after doing some digging, the festival actually got canceled this year. And won't be oh, back I until... Oh, I wonder fucking why. Yeah, won't be back till next year. everything got canceled this year. So... Bunch of bullshit. I was like, okay, well, what else can we do? Hmm. Got to look in, got to look in. And so happened that... <laughs> it's a funny thing, coincidental, that my iTunes... Not iTunes, but my uh, Audible account got... Uh, Hacked. No. Somebody bought a bunch of porn? No, I forgot oh. to um, <laughs> renew my Audible subscription... So I was like, oh, shit. Um, well, I need to renew that because I love Audible. You know, Who doesn't? Not a, not a free plug for them. No, they don't need it. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I mean, even though hell? I'm pretty sure. No, never mind. I was going to say it's Amazon. You can f- Actually, wait, is it? Yeah, we're on Amazon Music. I think yeah. we're also on Audible. I don't know. Maybe. I think so. Well, anyway. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Man. So... I was just happened to start looking for different books, and well, I don't know. Somehow, Audible read my brain and was like, "You want something to do with aliens?" It's almost like your phone listens to everything I you know. do, motherfucker. When it's in your pocket and shit, I know. So yeah. prepare the tinfoil. Here we go. <laughs> I come across this book called Alien Abduction Files. Uh, it has a little thing on the top. Says Top Secret. Ooh. It's by a guy named Nick Redfern, and if you oh, actually, yeah. he's he's pretty into uh, into a lot of stuff. Oh, memoirs of what? Memoirs of a monster hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah. This dude. So fucking. I listened to I listened to Nick Redfern on another podcast. He releases a book like every three months, so he's a busy dude. Yeah. Well, he's also on uh, Ancient Aliens. Yeah, of course. One of my favorite shows, and I'm great swooning. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, at first I kind of saw his name. I was like, Nick Redfern? Nick Red- what if I know that name? And I was like, ah, Ancient Aliens. He kind of looks like an alien. I'm, like, he knows his shit. He does. But he has a like a big old like, egghead, no hair. He looks like he's from a different planet. Yeah. So Probably a super nice guy, though. If, he's, if there's any chance that anybody listening to this could get him on our show... That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just don't tell him I said he looked like that, because, you know, he's English, he lives in Texas, he could probably kick my ass, so. You're an asshole. Yeah, I know. But anyway. I get it. So, I didn't get too far into the book, reading it, well, listening to it, actually, Um, (laughs) before. You didn't read shit. No. (laughs) My ears read it to me. (laughs) Yes. Before I knew what we were covering for this week. And, so before we get into the topic, I have to say that I did learn a lot from this book like the fact that before alien abductions there were uh were actually being recorded uh big by big brother in quotes no. uh they were actually recording uh alien contactees which i never knew that they did something like that interesting yeah no the difference between the two i guess is kind of obvious you know contactee abductee but yeah, one one seen some stuff. One's had stuff done to their butts. Yeah, yeah. So, general, general rule of thumb: if you, so you've been abducted. Things have been in your butt. 
So they did awful also cover uh, sightings as well, such as on October. I'm sorry, not October. It's clearly it's a six, so that means June. Yes. Yep. Um. I, 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 I had this go through. I, it's like when you try to like pick up from a letter in the alphabet, and you can't just like go right to that one. You have to be like. Elemental P. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I had to do the same thing with months. It's like fuck. January, February, March. Uh, I hate my brain, but <laughs> mentally I'm doing it on my fingers. January, February, March, April, May, June. Yes. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> so I've got a slow dumb dumb brain. On June sixth, uh, uh, not not June sixth, June twenty fourth of nineteen fifty four, uh, when Kenneth Arnold. Reported encountering oh. a squadron of UFOs near Mount Rainier. Okay. Um, this was one of the first sightings. Yep, one okay. of the first recorded sightings. Yep. Now, there actually was something after that actually happening uh, that was actually, um, I saw on... It was like the... Puget, I don't know if it was... This is a, like, no, it wasn't ancient aliens. It, was, it wasn't ancient aliens. It was... UFO files. UFO files, yes. See, that, I watch alien shit too. Yeah. So they actually uh, those same, I believe it was the same squadron of aliens. Also, did you know Bill Burns wrote a bunch of books about like the Green River Killer and shit? No. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Very, uh, very interesting fella. Well, they, um, they were so this this actually this. Sighting was actually one of the first ones, right? Which really isn't true because technically it's the one of the first recorded co- recorded in modern yeah time, but like after that there was, I think it was in Oregon or something like that. A kid, um, a, a kid and his father were out in a boat, and actually the 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 aircraft ejected some some crap from oh, it. Oh, this is the one where it they it like shit and it dropped a yeah, bunch of stuff on him. Yeah, just after Kenneth Arnold had his sighting. Yeah, well, same area though, right? Just about. I think it was like Oregon, maybe. It was maybe the, wrong. the Puget Sound thing, I think. Yeah, or was that his? Uh, his was near Mount Rainier. Okay, so this was like yeah. So I think it was Mount Rainier. Then it came to but the Puget Sound. Yeah. Well, anyway. And then Roswell Roswell was like a couple years after that, I yes, think, Yes, right? but there was stuff before well, that. Well, of course, yeah. Um, so, he was kind of like with the first reported sighting, like I said. Now, the first alien abduction that sent the FBI down the path of recording those was none other than Betty and Barney Hill. Are we doing Betty and Barney Hill? No. God damn it! Uh, no. Their uh, abduction of September of in 1961 in New Hampshire. Um, not no, far from us either. A few hours. Like yeah. Three, two and a half, three hours somewhere in there. Something close to that. Yeah. Not even that much, I don't think. Because it was up further north than us. That was the first alien abduction. Recorded. recorded. Yes. Now, everyone would think that the Roswell crash was when the government actually got interested in the UFOs. No. Which definitely is not the case. Um, They're still not. (laughs) They actually started to monitor people who claimed to have encounters with aliens before that. Um, They began to listen to to people on phone calls, intercepting mail, and starting files on individuals. And we're going to talk about some individuals that they actually started files on. And... Oh my god, there's, these fucking files are huge. So, there's one thing that we need to clear up already right away. 
government surveillance in this country is not a new thing. And they will find any reason possible to just go, you know what? I wonder what this fucking guy does after he eats dinner. Let's, uh, I don't know, let's put a bug in his TV or something. Well, I want to see. I want to see what this guy beats off to. We're gonna watch him through his webcam. Well, there's a different reason for this, yeah. and we'll get into that. Uh, are you gonna drop the NS thing? No. National security. No. Yeah. No. 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 There's a time period here. I'm gonna say 1950s, and you can guess from there. What was happening in the 1950s? The Cold War. So I was right with national security. Okay, but more specific, what was happening? The Cold War. But more specific to that, what was really happening? McCarthyism? Red Scare. Everybody yeah. was a Nazi. No, everybody was a commie. <laughs> I'm sorry, commie, yes. Ah! And you can't say Nazi, commie, same difference. No, no. they're all scum. They should all be put in camps <laughs> no. and eliminated. So, you know, speaking of the Nazis, but hey, whatever. One of the individuals that had his phone calls intercepted, or listened to, mail, and a file started on him, was a man by the name of George Adamski. Yep, I've heard that name before. He was a Polish immigrant who came here with his family when he was two years old. He was born uh, in April 17th of 1891 and died... Coincidentally, hmm. really cool. April twenty third, nineteen sixty five. So, week days after <laughs> after his birthday. You say coincidental, but your face says quote coincidental. <laughs> I don't know. No, actually, no. I think he just he died of natural causes. That's like saying you know this guy that worked for the Clint for the Clintons died. Well, that was, but you know, so that was the first kind of like thing I went. Oh, that's kind of interesting. How long, how long have they been killing motherfuckers for? Yeah, it was kind of interesting that he actually he lived to see his birthday and died. You know, after it. Oh, good for him. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting. So, he, dude, he still had leftover cake in his house when he fucking died. Maybe <laughs> he still had a half a pint of ice cream. You know, the candles are still probably on the counter or some shit. Mm. So he was one of five children of Josef Ademski. I don't trust that guy. And Francisca Ademska. Didn't have to uh, change the name very much. That's some. Changed uh, out the A for an I. That's some, like, first cousin stuff almost. Yeah, but not not really. But I mean, they're Polish, so. Backwards anyway. Yeah, yeah. so they're not really first cousins. They're, like, you know. No, they're brother and sister. It's fine, though. (laughs) So he her last was, name's just the female version. Now, here's another interesting thing, is that he is actually buried in Arlington Cemetery. Now, I kind of went, I, I didn't, is he, I, I first I went, okay, so why is a civilian buried in Arlington Cemetery? Can't be. And I went, I got looking, I went, no, he can't be a civilian. So then I continued to listen. No, he wasn't a civilian uh, for a portion of his life. He was actually in the military between the years 1913 to 1916. He was a soldier in the 13th Cavalry Regiment fighting along the Mexican border during the Pancho Villa expedition. (laughs) 
He was the leader of the Pollock Brigade <laughs> fighting Mexicans. Oh, stop it. <laughs> they they bring their rifles up, barrel to the chest, <laughs> barrel to the shoulder, fucking push the trigger. I shot myself again. Yeah, I know. These rifles are fucking terrible. <laughs> so, after getting out of the army, he got married, and within a few years, he and his wife moved to California. When This was around 1918. And then... In 1920, he got into uh, esocentric occultist religion theosophy. Okay, so this shit I can get into. Yeah. Because this is some weird stuff. So... We're talking, like, Golden Dawn, like, some yeah, Aleister Crowley-level so stuff, much. some OTI, no? Not so much. <laughs> so, uh, by 1930, he had become a minor figure in the occult scene in California... He taught a mixture of Christianity and uh, Eastern religions that he called, quote, universal progressive Christianity and universal law. Okay. It's Catholic Buddhism. Yeah, something like that. Uh, also, by the early 1930s, he founded the Royal Order Tibet. Okay. Huh. So, the Los Angeles Times reported that they had uh, bought an, an old estate in Laguna Beach, California, and planned to establish their first Tibetan monastery in America on the site. When well, the, they weren't surfing. Yes. Yeah. The Times described uh, Professor George Adamski as being, quote, a strange as the cult he sponsors. Somehow, Adamski convinced the reporter that he had lived in the, quote, ancient monasteries of Tibet as a child. He said, I quote, uh, I learned the great truths up there on the, quote, the roof of the world. I mean, this is like 1920. You don't have to prove shit. You can move to a different town and change your name still. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't in the, you know, in Tibet as no, a kid. No, that's what I'm saying. Is you don't have to prove shit. Like, Fucking fit like ten years ago, these motherfuckers are still like robbing banks and horseback in California. You don't, you know. So, and to in further intrigue, to add intrigue to this, um, it is believed that during the prohibition he became a bootlegger. Nice. Now, I did find a source while researching that said that the order was awarded a license to make wine. Which he, ah. um, for religious stuff, yeah, yeah, which they, per, you know, kind of sold off to religious groups. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's it's <laughs> a it's a religious group, so you're already tax exempt. Exactly. So you're just fucking firing liquor off at people and just setting your price. Yeah. You really think the Catholic Church stopped making wine during Prohibition? Fuck, Fuck no. No. Not a fucking chance. They didn't mm. switch to grape juice. No. So Adamski was quoted as saying, quote, I made enough wine for all of Southern California. I was making a fortune. Of course you were, you fucking creep. <laughs> so Adamski and his cult followers finally settled on the southern slopes of Mount uh, Palomar, which is, a fam which is famous for its peak and astronomical observatory. This was the beginning of the time where Adamski would be known as the world's first alien contactee. So, okay. and I have to say, before we go any further, that the whole royal order kind of 
fizzled out. Of course it did. It was a cult. <laughs> it wasn't really so much a cult as it was. It wasn't really. Because there's not, I mean, I don't see, I didn't find hardly anything on it. And it was kind of like, uh, hey, you want to go hang out and stand in the Mojave Desert and, you know, and just look at shit kind of thing? I don't believe that. Really, that's what it there, was. There was fucking going on there, and that's no. how cults work. No, that's kind of what it was. So, completely off topic, Betty and Barney Hill site is two and a half hours from where we sit. It's 113 miles from here. Okay. It's in Lincoln, New Hampshire. Okay. So, eventually. I've probably been right fucking through there before. Probably. As Adamski's lectures became more frequent and his cult following grew, so too did his alien encounters. He would claim journeys to the moon, Mars, and Venus. Often newspapers would report on Adamski and his amazing uh, photographs of craft taken in his telescope. When he published his first book entitled Flying Saucers Have Landed, in 1953, it became a bestseller and enabled him to widen his field. In his second book, Inside the Flying Saucers, <laughs> he was able to... Dis- <laughs> yes. He wrote a fucking Haynes guide on flying saucers. Yeah. Uh, he was able to describe his experiences on board the Venusian, Venusian craft. So that's people from Venus, I would assume. I'm sorry, I'll correct that. Or is it Venetian? Because those are people from Venice. Okay, let's start. I don't again. know what's worse, aliens or people from Venice. Let me, let me say it again. <laughs> okay, because that sounds like I'm, I'm a moron. Well, okay. I mean. So, in his second book, Inside the Flying Saucer, he was able to describe his experiences on board the Venusian craft. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he recounted his travels in space and described the yet-to-be-explored moon. Uh, lunar citizens strolled down the sidewalks in lunar cities, he reported. Oh, this dude's so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're that close to the sun, motherfucker. Asphalt will melt. <laughs> uh, forests and lakes and snow-covered mountains adorn the lunar surface. Yeah. Surprise, uh, asshole. There was none of that shit up there. <laughs> either that or... Okay, so this guy... What what time frame was this? Like 1940s? Um, 53? Okay. 54? So another thing that was going on at this point in time was... Marijuana was still like fucking acid to everybody. So this guy was clearly on the reefers and no. hallucinated all this shit. So... What a fucking jerk off. Okay, so I mentioned that he had some encounters. So let's backtrack a little... To November 20th, 1952. This is when Adamski and six of his friends had an expedition. Um, made, I'm sorry. <clears throat> when six of his friends made an expedition to look for UFOs in the Mojave Desert in California. Uh, shortly after having lunch, as the group scanned the big uh, scanned the sky for activity, a giant cigar shaped craft glided into view. Before going further, the location I just gave may not be correct. Okay. Oh, so you're trying to say this guy doesn't know what he's talking about? Well, uh, well, that is the the crappy part about people not looking into things enough, I guess. Because well, what I mean is that according to the book I mentioned previously that I, I was listening to, 
Um, he he said that the group went to Parker, Arizona. So Nick Redfield said that he had uh, in his research that instead of going to the Mojave, they actually went to Parker into a desert there, which is fucking most of Arizona. So it's a hellscape, yeah. So like, what difference does it make? Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Whether you know it was Mojave or Parker, whatever. But I just felt I should make it, you know, known. Well, it's it, the, the big thing is the Mojave has more sand. Yes. Where the one in Parker has more dirt. Yes. So sure. I don't know. I've never been to Arizona. I have no plans to go there because I would rather not. <laughs> be fried apparently because mm. i mean you've seen me i'm uh you're pretty pale i'm pretty fucking white like i'm i mean you're not that pale i mean i've seen paler but i mean my legs as soon as they got off the plane if my legs were exposed like in shorts i would burst into flames <laughs> <laughs> you would give new whole meaning to flamer <laughs> no i would just like fucking flame <laughs> human torch style so <laughs> so anyway so continuing on with the with their event. Um, hoping to get a closer closer as well as a better spot for pictures, Ademski and two of his friends set off deeper into the desert. Ademski managed to take several photographs through his tripod-mounted portable telescope and, um, and wandered alone trying to get even a better shot. Um, before long, the silent silver craft rose up into the sky and rocketed into space. But this was not the end of the encounter. Of course it wasn't. It left because it was actually chased away by a military, a bunch of military aircraft. I'm guessing probably jets. I'm not quite sure at this time. In the time. 50s, yeah. I'm going to say probably jets, early yeah. jets. Yeah, I mean, the, the Nazis uh, had jets. So, yeah, we definitely had jets in the 50s. Well, it was kind of like, yeah, I guess. I don't remember what they were. were yeah, because those, or those something. well, yeah, the, no, that would have no. been the Russians. We would have uh, had a uh, uh, probably like a Tomcat or something like Maybe. that. Maybe nineteen fifties U.S. jets, jet fighters. I don't know. Anyway, so a few minutes later, another smaller craft appeared and glided between the two mountains, which were ahead of Adamski. As he watched, he noticed what he thought was a man beckoning him from about 400 meters away. Uh, But, as he was about to find out, this was no ordinary man. The beauty of... He He wasn't an ordinary man. He was beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Yes. According to Demsky, he was... The beauty of his form surpassed anything I'd ever seen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Huh. The sh- <laughs> I, I, I can't make this shit up. Strong jawline. <laughs> yep. Chiseled features. Just rock hard, smooth cock. It was, <laughs> he was fantastic. What a specimen. <laughs> oh, he, he was... He was a you, man's man. You know this guy. You know he thinks about this man when he's with his wife. <laughs> it's a possibility. I'm not sure. But he was glorious. Uh, the humanoid figure stood up about approximately 1.6 meters tall, and with had long blonde hair and smooth tan skin. I was pretty close. Uh, he was wearing a brown one-piece suit, 
with Whoa. a brown belt and red shoes. Okay, you the, lost me with the red shoes. Yes. The being was also witnessed by his friends who were standing... The being was also witnessed by his friends who were standing a few hundred meters away. Ademski motioned to shake hands with the being. Palm-to-palm contact was made, and they both began to communicate with each other. That's pretty hot. By using telop- uh, tel- yeah, telepathy. <laughs> Fucking god Telepathy. Yep, yeah, telepathy. Yeah, they talk to each other through fish. fish. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, they're using telepathy. Uh, Motherfucker! <laughs> Telepathy? Yes. Can you use that in a sentence, please? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yes. They were using telepathy and sign language. Uh, the visitor... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were like, hold on, I don't know that word. <laughs> so these... So, okay, so... <laughs> they probably got to a word The early was... 1950s, yeah? Yeah. You got this guy, who's Polish by birth... <laughs> Moved here. Get this other guy who's from a different fucking planet. And you're trying to tell me that they both use American Sign Language. Uh, maybe. I don't think there's uh, American or... There is. American Sign Language is its own thing. Okay. Um, But I I don't know. I would also like to take this opportunity to... uh, to use a lifeline and call bullshit. Well, I don't know, man. You know, maybe. Would you like to phone a friend? You, no, I no, I I think they'd say the same thing. Okay. Um, but the thing is, is like, that's if you were going to have any kind of communication with a different species from a different planet. A lot of people have said that the only way that you could really do that is math, because math is universal. Because, like, one plus one is going to be fucking two, no matter where you are. Well, if he, if the... You can't just fucking yeah, but start throwing use... gang signs at each other and no. hope the other one gets it. But they use telepathy, so... So why would they have to use sign language? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the word that you just thought into my fucking head without my brain doing <laughs> but it. But maybe he can't translate it. Maybe he, his, there's no translation from his language over. So you can fix that with sign language? Yes. I mean, the only way you could do that is being like, well, I don't understand what you're trying to say, and the alien just kind of like, uh, middle finger? I get that one. I get that one. <laughs> ah, That's about it. Yes, you want me to fuck off. I got it. So the visitor indicated that he was from Venus, and his name was Orthon. Orthon Redenbacher? Yes. <laughs> uh, he created alien popcorn? Yes. What an asshole. Did he have a stupid bow tie, too? Possibly. What a fucking No, prick. he didn't have a bow tie. Well, that's good. That's no, good. it was a one-piece suit. With, oh, uh, that's right. This is the hot guy. With a, bro- yeah. a broad belt and red shoes. But here we go. Here is where it starts to get juicy. And you are going to laugh about this. Okie dokie. Okay. So he came with a message to warn humankind of the dangers of nuclear weapons. That makes sense. Orthon supposedly told Adamski that he was to be part of a worldwide program to push human civilization away from worldwide annihilation and toward a new paradise. Orthon then came back onto his craft, went back onto his craft and took off. Okay. 
Now, the first contact had been made. This was not, however, George Ademski's first uh, contact with the alien world. He would go on to co-author a book that would boost his notoriety and become, uh, and people began to listen to him, and some listened close, but not close enough as the FBI did. Of course, because, yeah. you know. They took notice. Now, some people did not believe what he had said was true, and some believe him to this day. They believe everything he said was true. Now, the FBI didn't really care that his claim, if his claims were true or not. They were more worried about the influence he was having on the public. He was making claims that the aliens that he had come in contact with were communist. Okay. <laughs> he claimed that the Soviet way of life was the future and that the Soviets would win in the upcoming Third World War. Okay, well, hold on here. Hold on. <laughs> so, the guy's message was... I don't know if it was full-on communism. I don't think so, because he's like, hey, maybe don't fuck with nuclear weapons because it's a bad idea, which, you know, there's about 700,000 Japanese folks that would agree with that. Um, well, I, I think don't it's know. The, I think it's the new paradise part that... Um, but that shit the Christians say, too. Yeah, but this was He could more... have been an evangelist from the stars. <laughs> it's true. Brother, sister... <laughs> Why did he turn into, a, like, a southern black preacher all of a sudden? <laughs> Next thing we know, this guy's going to be some fucking weirdo slanging snakes around, like, I'm going to let this thing bot me in the face, and God going to save me. No, motherfucker, paramedics with anti-venom are going to save you. I have spoken to Jesus, and he has climbed to the mountaintop. He or, didn't even use no equipment. He free-climbed it. He, that some bitch does climbed up top. I don't think you're allowed to call Jesus a son of a bitch, but that's okay. Oh, I no, mean, no, I called him some bitch. Same difference, though. <laughs> so anyway. I got kicked. I stood up and yelled, fuck the devil, and I got kicked out. <laughs> he also said that the Space Brothers is what they were, and the Space Brothers is what they, the FBI was referring them, uh, they were actually being called at this time. Okay, so that's some hippie shit, and I also don't approve of that. What? Space Brothers. Well, that's like some, this, like, holding hands and be, like, all, like, you know, that's this some, This was uh, the 50s. This was a lot of uh, hippy-dippy, you know, kumbaya kind of, you know, like... It was pre-hippie. Well, yeah. But started beginning hippie. Yeah. So, <laughs> um... We're talking about space commies. Yeah, yeah. space brothers, which is well, what the aliens were referred to because they looked like us and would usher in a new era. Sure. Okay. An era in which alien communists would sculpt a new Earth. This being the era of the Red Scare, Hoover or immediately opened a file on Ademski. He, he snugged up his fishnets and he opened a file. <laughs> you sons of bitches best be putting a file on this motherfucker. Hold on. Well well known. Yeah, I gotta fix my garter. Hold on. It yeah. snapped off and hit me in the nuts. 
Uh, he straightened his skirt and he got to work. <laughs> so, yes, he did. So he, Adamski, he had been Adamski, was looked into from 1952 to 1965. And his <coughs> file is roughly 165 pages long. That's not bad. So for anybody that doesn't understand that reference we just made, uh, J. Edgar Hoover was actually a very well-known, like, closeted cross-dresser. So... <laughs> Um, supposedly supposedly okay no he was but he also had files on like michael jackson and shit too like mm -hmm. i mean yeah he had files open on a bunch of people i'll be young michael he had he had files open on like elvis Jimi hendrix all of these all those people oh yeah oh well anybody that was doing drugs or dancing all sexy on stage there was a file on him well the FBI went so far as to say that the Soviets had dressed a comrade up like an alien <laughs> and had a meeting with Nadevsky just so that they could say there was no aliens. Hello, comrade. I'm here from uh, space and uh, um, communism is good. Uh, we bring uh, space beats. Yes. Join us in breadline. Yes. They just fucking disappear. Uh, they were also worried about how much he was spreading his ideas of communism and aliens. This spread, and... Uh, this man needs to be killed right now. Uh, this... Uh, spreading this, and more, peop uh, people actually began to report having... Because of this spread of, of this communism and seeing aliens... Uh, more and more people actually reported after this having interactions with aliens. Were they also communists? <laughs> yes. God damn it! <laughs> so, another guy... Can't escape these fucking commies. Another guy to have a file open up on him was a man by the name of George Van Tassel. Whoa! Whoa! Yes. Whoa! Yes. Oh. So he's like, he should be connected to, like, the handlebars of a motorcycle. <laughs> this, this guy, you're going to be like, what? <laughs> well, let's, we'll see about that. <laughs> so he I'm pretty hard to surprise. Oh, I don't know. He moved to California, and he moved to the, to more, blah, blah, blah. He moved to the California, and to be more precise, he moved to the town of Landers, which is by the Mojave Desert. Okay. One night in August of 1953, he was overwhelmed by, with the urge to drive out to Giant Rock. Giant Rock is... Yes, I'm, I'm assuming a big a rock. It's a huge fucking rock. Uh, okay? <laughs> Makes sense. That's, you know, still is out there to this day. Like, I would hope it... I hope so. It's like, not like it fucking no. took off somewhere. Well, he... A giant rock was here. He moved to Florida. He retired. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he's down in Boca. Got the grandkids every once in a while. Yep. It's heard he got a heard, heard giant rock had a hip replacement though. Poor yeah. son of a bitch. I heard it was two knees. Yeah, I'm not both. sure. He's all plastic from the waist down. Yep. His dick don't work. Some bitch. Uh, but Martha, you know, Martha Rock. Martha Big Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're uh, they're they're still going through it. You know. Was They've it fifty six? For 49 years. 49. It's crazy. I, I thought it was 56, but I, yeah. you know, maybe I'm Together mistaken. Together for 56. <laughs> oh. 
I hate that we just turned into old guineas there for a second. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> he believed that something important was going to happen there. He did not know what was going to happen, but he found out quickly after arriving. <laughs> he he <laughs> is about to get ass-sexed by some desert monster. No. Oh, that would have been way better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was confronted by a flying saucer that came down and landed. <laughs> Several beings got out of the craft that looked just like us. Except communist. <laughs> no. no. I didn't know they were communist until... You can tell little, by looking at them. A little bit. <laughs> uh, like Ademski, he would claim that the aliens gave him this, about the same exact speech. Um, in a communist-like way. Okay. Um, he did say that the aliens were bullies in nature as well, which is different than the Dembskis. Bullies when it came to the issue of having um, things go their way, and they wanted wanted them to go a certain way. So, after giving their talk, they got back on their goddamn ship and <laughs> fucked right off. Yeah, fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> so, instead of writing a book, or writing books, I should say, like Ademski, Van Tassel chose to hold a UFO conference. Oh, what an asshole. At, <laughs> at Giant Rock annually. What a dickhead. And I bet he charged people like 50 bucks a person, didn't he? I'm not quite sure. You know he did. This, S- this son of a bitch is not going to do this for free. Well, these... Because that's what the communist aliens would want. I'm not sure. He's a capitalist. He's like, you want to hear the truth, bitch? Five bucks. Let's go. I don't know. But the conferences lasted until he died in 1977. At the height of the popularity of the conferences, the ten- attendance reached 10,000 people. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of a lot of nutballs out in the desert. Yeah. So we're going to take a break right here because... The fun is about to begin with Mr. Van Tassel. I've been having fun this whole time. Well, it's going to be even better. Okay. So we'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. All right, we're back. When I said the fun was about to begin, the fun is about to begin. Because the aliens had another task for him besides spreading the word of communists, or communism. sorry, uh, They wanted him to build something. That something is called the Integratron. <laughs> I, I heard this mentioned in the thing. I went... What? Why is it rewinded? What kind of Venture Brothers bullshit is an Integutron? <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> the, 
the, fucking Johnny Quest dad build this thing? Possibly. Um, the Integratron is was or is a large circular two-story building. Um, it would uh, have the ability to slow the aging process in Landers, California. Now, only in Landers, California, according to Van Tassel. Also, it gave you the ability for time travel. Okay. So it'll (laughs) stop aging and time travel. Give you. Yes. Okay, this guy is (laughs) out of his goddamn mind. (laughs) However, Van Tassel would not see the building to its completion because he would die. Um, oh, so, fucking crazy, I'm assuming. No, he just he died, you know, from whatever. So, um, here's a, a placard. I'm going to read the what's on the placard, and I'm actually, we're going to uh, post it up on the, um, the page. We can post it on the page as well um, when the episode comes up. So, it's the Integratron. The Integratron is the creation of George Van Tassel and is based on the design of Moses's tabernacle, the writing of Nikola Tesla, and telepathic directions from extraterrestrials. The dooms, the dome structure. <laughs> I get it. All I can think of is quickly to the Integutron. <laughs> Some fucking Batman villain shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh uh, the dome structure, 35 feet high and 55 feet in diameter, was originally constructed of wood and fiberglass without the aid of metal fasteners. In 1947, Van Tassel began operating the Giant Rock uh, Airport a short distance northeast of, of that location. And in 1953, initiated uh, communications with extraterrestrials. He subsequently hosted 17 spacecraft conventions for UFO enthusiasts. The purpose of the the Integratron is the rejuvenation in time travel, according to Van Tassel. The Integratron is located on an intersection of powerful uh, geomagnetic forces that, when when focused by the unique geometry of the building will concentrate and amplify the energy required for cell rejuvenation. Okay, so um, all of that, that entire description went completely over my head. I kind of shut down and I was like, I don't understand anything he's saying, <laughs> and I think it might all be bullshit. <laughs> yes. Not you, not you. I'm, not, I'm no. not picking on you. I'm like, this is just fucking... No, no, no. I don't know. It's amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, there's a little bit more to it, but, you know, I'm, all, I'm not going to go further in. But, yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. Let's, let's put it like that. You know, time travel, UFO, fucking, you know, Stop your aging and heal you and all this good stuff. Kind of a little bit of a hippy-dippy commune-type feel to it. Um, so, 
so the FBI immediately opened a file on this fucker. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't open one before this. Yeah. Well, the file on Ventassel is 150 pages more than Ademski. So we're at what, like 300 pages for this, yeah. this psycho? Okay. Yeah. Um, they did pay him a couple of visits and were troubled by what he what they heard at his conferences at Big Rock. He claimed that certain events in the Bible, like the parting of the Red Sea, Noah and the uh, and the Ark, and the fall of the walls of Jericho, were all connected um, to ancient uh, visitations of aliens and not the work of God. Okay. Uh, so you know, okay. Maybe he might be uh, have some truth there. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But. My brain hurts. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the FBI agents that met with him also noted that he had said that the aliens also wanted to remake the U.S. economy. Which fucking was like, whoa, 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 motherfuckers. You are not. You can talk all that crazy hippy dippy <laughs> bullshit you want. You don't fuck with our money. <laughs> yes. We're going to do that ourselves. <laughs> you fuck with our... Listen, if anybody's going to fuck up the U.S. economy, it's the U.S. government. And that's just how it's going to be. Uh-huh. You know? Gold yes. standard. Fuck that. We're just going to give you guys bank paper. Yeah. That's not worth a goddamn thing. You do not fuck with capitalism. Okay? Capitalism's not excellent, but it sh- it, we should have a gold standard backup. But we don't. No. Because, you know... Aliens took it all. No, because some dickheads had a meeting in 1913 and completely fucked our economy for the rest of our, you know, ever. Wow. Okay, possibly that too. That's a different story. Uh, <laughs> fuck the Rockefellers, though. I will, I'll, I'll say that much. And the Bush family. And uh, How many other families? Uh, I don't know. Pretty much all of them. All right. Yeah. So another guy watched by the FBI because of his political overtones um, of their alien encounters and interactions was a guy named Truman uh, Bathroom, who in 19... 1950- bathroom? No, not bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> we changed it from shit house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, damn it. Uh, yes. You thought we couldn't sneak a Robin Hood Menentites no. for reference in here. You know, what we know is going to be disappointing is that we haven't done, a, done any... Uh, Wrestling references. Well, you were talking about the walls of Jericho, but I automatically <laughs> thought it was like, oh Jesus, get one of these fuckers in like a stand-up Boston crab, just really crank at his lower back. Oh, not the walls of Jericho, damn it! Why not? That's where my brain went. I know, I know. Not like fat, like full of beer and ham, Chris Jericho now, but like old, like young Chris Jericho. Yes. So, Truman Bathroom. Who would you keep you? saying bathroom, man. <laughs> How is this fucking... Okay, I, I usually like rag on you for spelling shit. How is his last name spelled? Bathroom. B-A-T-H-E-R-U-M. Bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Truman Water Closet. Yes, Truman Water Closet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Truman Outhouse. <laughs> Truman Porta Potty. Yeah, oh. Fuck, okay. Porta Porta John? Yeah. <laughs> Truman Plastic Shutter. Ah. God damn it. Okay. Smelly house. Was he was he a full bathroom or a half bathroom? 
Oh, I think he was a full bath. <laughs> Definitely. Not. So he had a shower <laughs> and a sink and toilet. Yes. Okay. Possibly a yeah yeah. In a bath. I completely missed. Yeah. So. In 1952, he claimed that he had an encounter with a beautiful alien woman named... <laughs> so it wasn't a beautiful man this time, at least. No! Okay. Uh, named Aura Reigns. <laughs> okay, so, again, I'm going to interrupt you, because that's totally a porn star name. It has to be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and, and he got it, she told him, you know, to spread the communist way. Well, That's where they get you. They send they send the <laughs> prostitutes in, and they're like, "Hey, hey, we'll get them." See, there's okay. So let's hold that thought, okay? Prostitutes? Yes. Prostitutes. Let's hold that thought, okay? So, uh, also a guy named George Hunt Williamson, who claimed that aliens had infiltrated the heart of the Pentagon and the U- U.S. government. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That, that, that's this the first time I'll say maybe. <laughs> no, those are lizards. Same difference. <laughs> Reptilians are lizards, buddy. Okay. So before we actually end this, I want to go to a different spectrum here. Oh, thank okay. Christ. <laughs> so let's talk about some about adoption. Adoption. Yes, that thing. So let's talk about an abduction. Abduction. Oh my fucking god. Abdication. Yes, abdication. Let's abdicate. Let's talk in a, a talk to a Let's talk to a bota. Let's talk about an an abduct ab Fuck cocksucker! Let's talk about an abduction. <laughs> now finish yes. the sentence. Let's talk about let's talk about an abduction. This was not an ordinary one, okay? Because... This is a super abduction. Yeah, well... They got crazy abducted. <laughs> well, the reason why it's not an ordinary one is because they weren't abduct- abducted from their home or a vehicle. Yeah. Were they out in the fucking desert, too? This shit all seems sorta, to be... Sort of, kind of. Okay, so it's... F- sort of, kind of. Uh, the, the two men that were abducted were Wilbur Wilkinson and Carl Hunrath. Now, before I go further, these two actually have connections to some other people, which I will talk... Well, some of the people I talked about earlier, okay? Um, The two men were bonded by their love of alien research and wanted to understand more. Hunrath... Uh, wanted to be the man who solved the UFO riddle. He also wanted to know what made the flying saucers tick, so to speak, and how they could do what they do. Like saying, go from point A to point B in like superhuman like speed. Right. You know, kind of like like how how do they go so fast? Makes sense. Um, Wilkinson, he was kind of a little bit more. I don't know, folksy a little bit more simpler didn't really was like okay you know whatever i I don't really care about that part um he just wanted to know who they were and where they're from and wanted to know kind of what they wanted you know why they're coming here the both of them moved from wisconsin to california uh these two quickly met 
all the big players in the UFO world, including, like I mentioned, the three of the guys that I mentioned previously, mm-hmm. Adamski, Van Tassel, and George, George Hunt Williamson. Before Hunrath moved to California, he supposedly had an encounter with a man in his bedroom. <laughs> the man injected him with a substance that made him feel spaced out like he could not move. This guy got roofied. <laughs> Some stranger snuck into his bedroom and just like jammed him full of GHB and did God only knows what to his anus. He was like, shh, you're going to like this. <laughs> Here, drink this. What? I'm going to finger you. Gonna Ugh, be, I don't want it. I'm, I'm gonna be all up in. I'm gonna get all up in that butt. <laughs> Yikes! I'm eating that butt. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> holy Jesus. So he couldn't move. The, no. man, the man told him that his name was Bosco. Oh yeah, no, I and definitely don't trust that fucking guy. You and that he had, and he, this is what he said. The man told him that his name was Bosco, and that you have been chosen to enter our Brotherhood of Galaxies. Hunrath said that the man had a strange European-like accent. Uh, he was warned that our warlike ways would very soon get us into a bad war with the Soviets. He was also told that he was chosen along with many others to help him and others prevent the end of the world. Hunrath said that Bosco shared with him how to destroy Soviet aircraft and American aircraft. Like a creeper, Bosco would retreat to the other side of the room and then open the window and climb out and vanish. (laughs) And not be seen again. Okay, so this guy is not an alien. He is a full-grown man molester. Possibly. I'm pretty confident that that's exactly what just happened. So, and he threw in all the other, all this confusing shit like that, so that maybe this guy will forget mm-hmm. that he just had a man's finger in him. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> now let's get to their abduction. So this happened on November 10th of 1953. Uh, weeks prior to the abduction, the pair had supposedly co- been contacted or had been in contact with an alien that was downloading information in their brains remotely. So basically he was like uh, uh, Riddler in uh, the Batman movie that Jim Carrey played where he's like, my brain is getting bigger type of thing. Okay. Uh, Now, (laughs) according to George Williamson, um... He actually had played witness to this happening one time. Instead, it was eerie, and it was like they were receiving messages from the great beyond. Like, one, if they were using a Ouija board to get, you know, those messages. Um, uh, so now we're using Ouija boards to communicate with aliens? No, 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 no. It's like if someone was using oh, a Ouija oh, board. Oh, I'm like, wait a minute. What the hell is going on no. here? Um During one of the sessions, they received instructions to go to an airstrip in Gardenia. On the morning of the abduction, the two men rented a vehicle instead of taking one of their own, for some strange reason, and headed to that said airstrip. 
Um, when they got there, the plane that they had rented a few days earlier was waiting for them. They then had to fill out, you know, the necessary paperwork and such to be able to take the plane. Okay. Um, one of the employees at the airport said that the that he had that they had spoke with a uh, Hunrath and said that they were and Hunrath had told him that they were heading out to a spot in the desert to meet some friends. Mm-hmm. The pl- <laughs> the plane, according to this same person, uh, was filled with enough gas for three hours. And the two men had said that they, uh, there was plenty of fuel, they'd be back that later that afternoon. Well, that later afternoon Do came, either one of these guys know how to fly a fucking plane? I'm guessing Or do they so. drive it out there? I am guessing so. <laughs> I can't fly this thing, but I'll drive the shit out of it. I'm guessing they knew how to fly it because they flew it out. Okay. Well, when the late afternoon came, the two men were nowhere to be seen. And the folks at the airport were getting worried that about the plane not coming back and about, you know, the, the guys, you know. Yeah, but more about their plane not coming yeah. back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about those fucking clowns. I want my plane back. So they called emergency services. Uh, there were no distra- – uh, and so they called emergency services. Local pilots actually had offered to search the area, so they did. And they found nothing at all. Um, they no distress calls came in from from the plane ever. Um, they did not even find a plane wreck. The plane was simply gone, and the FBI and local police came up empty in their attempts to locate the plane as well. The local newspaper made the uh, made up the headline that the incident was an abduction from the skies. The plane was never found, oh, boy. and the men have never turned up to this day. Now, so they flew that shit into space. Yeah. So, now, like, I mean, uh, what what was his name? Um, one of the guys actually was was married, which was uh, Wilkinson. Okay. He was he was actually married, and Hunrath wasn't. So, Hunrath, I mean, they were like, okay, well, there's no one to talk to, or, you know. Well, they talked to Wilkinson's wife. And Wilkinson's wife's like, listen, I'm going to fucking dump it all on you. I think that it was, ha- you know. I think that he left my- me for another no, man. <laughs> no, I think I think my husband was just going along with this with his friend, and I think his friend was the reason for the disappearance. I think aliens actually did abduct him. Oh, my God. And she, they, well, she had actually showed... Um, the FBI and others, like a whole bunch of writings that he had had in his den that were from a different language. And she actually had to help to translate it and such. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's kind of weird. So the guy's wife is crazy too, I think. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's so another guy had another encounter. Okay. This one was a little bit strange. Uh, hold on. You've said that with every single one of these. <laughs> all right. And they've all been strange? This is, this is, this is the, okay, I'm sorry. This is the least strange, I guess, maybe? But more in a, into a different, um, <clears throat> let's say, uh, this guy had a little bit of fun a couple times. 
with some alien. Little alien love. Okay, yeah. so... This guy named uh, Vias Bojas in Brazil. That's not a real name. <laughs> That's what his name is. Uh, claimed that he had an encounter with an alien in his bedroom. He claims that he was made to have sex with a beautiful human-looking alien against his will. And she left, but, you know, left him and that was it. Well, it wasn't the last time that he was seduced. <laughs> they used me for my seed. They did. Uh, this, so this, the next incident was actually, he was actually abducted. Okay. He was actually, he was a farmer and he was young and he was at his parents' farm and he was trying to run away from the craft and they're like, no, 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 don't run so fast. Stop. You're coming with us. Well, he thought something was going to bad, you know, really bad happen to him, which it didn't really. He was just, you know, made to strip down naked. Uh, <laughs> they lubed his, lubed his body up with a substance. And uh, for some strange... This guy's going to get fucked by aliens. <laughs> for some strange reason, they made a cut underneath his chin and... You know, collected some the blood that came out. What the fuck? In like a petri dish or something. I don't know. And then uh, he claimed that he was made to inhale some kind of gas, which then made him vomit. And he claims that after he had vomited, he felt the best he'd ever felt in his life. Um, he then claimed that a woman walked into the room and this room was not very big at all but she was naked as a jaybird and according to him looked Asian he said that she was blonde but yeah she had blonde hair and was had a really good frame um <laughs> and but he said that not all of her hair was blonde. He said that her armpits were... Ha uh, that hair was red. And then... Uh, Lost me at the armpit hair. and The boner's gone now. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then down in Timber. the... Down in the nether regions. The, the pubic hair was red as well. So she's wearing a wig. I don't know. Um... Uh, <laughs> So, he he said that they, she kind of came close and, you know, did whatever. And they had a quick little uh, sexual escapade. And she had enough and was like, get the fuck away. And he's like, well, I want more. You know, and he's like, I, I thought I did pretty good. But, you know, she's like, kind of like pushed him away. So then he claims that... He, they at, at their distance, she pointed at him, then pointed at her belly, and then pointed up, and he says it was. I don't know why he says it, but he goes, it was it was to like a southern direction. What? I don't know. Uh, th okay, this. Yeah. Okay. So sure. And, and then he he says that. He, he, I think he misinterprets it. You he, don't fucking say. He says that 
<laughs> she was. He thinks that he what he was what she was trying to tell him was that she was from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, because it totally makes sense. <laughs> what I think she was trying to tell him was, you just put a baby inside of me, and I'm gonna take it up there. <laughs> okay. And uh, then, well, his ass was booted off the fucking craft, and bye. He... <laughs> I'm so concerned with this entire story <laughs> that I I can't I can't fathom the fact that this guy had a really weird dream and uh, thinks he fucked an alien. Anyway, you continue. I'm sorry. I'm no, no. I'm getting an eye twitch. Because I, I just, I don't understand any of this. It's, I don't know, man. It's kind of, uh... And if, like, okay, that's fine. So, if aliens are looking for, you know, man, like, male human seed, why are they going, why aren't they going after, like, doctors and shit? Or, you know, like, high-ranking military... They're just fucking random farmers. <laughs> I guess. They're fucking dudes in trailer parks. They're fucking dudes in the desert. They don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. Because they're like, well, we can fuck this guy. Because nobody will ever believe him because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, the funny thing is, so after you know, all this happened uh, in the book, they were, he, uh, Redfern actually goes on to talk about, um, the, this other gentleman who was contacted by a this guy named Bosco, who was a Yugoslavian gentleman. Yes, <laughs> he actually or Croatian. Yeah, same difference. Uh who says he knows some information about uh, you know one of the gentlemen we talked because to. he fingered a guy yes. in his bedroom. Yes. <laughs> I knew he wasn't an alien. He was just some creepy European. Yes. I hear butt blasting our good American folk. Yes. <laughs> you fucking nasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the, the what you know. So when you said uh, about about Williamson, how you know Hooker? Yeah. Well, he kind of alluded to the fact that uh, his encounter wasn't so much, you know, it was, wasn't was uh, an alien, but it was more like uh, people here that did that to him. <laughs> uh, and he says that he was actually drugged. So it was kind of, of something was. like what well, I concluded was something kind of like. Did this all take uh, place in the 50s or did something yeah. like. Okay. So uh, something like uh, MK Ultra. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, where, you know, how we talked about with uh, a little certain operation where uh, hookers were used. Yeah. Well, I think because hookers were used a lot by the CIA. Oh, to, they definitely. The fucking MK Ultra definitely started in the fifties. Yeah. So these guys just got their brains scrambled with acid and then had. Uh, 
So there it is. There's there's our answers. It was all fucking. Uh, it was the government just doping people with uh, LSD. Yeah. So we can forget about all the alien shit we just spent an hour <laughs> talking about. Well, I mean, because we finally got the truth. I mean, some of it probably is not. I mean, because you know these guys were like you know, on the up and up, writing books and all this stuff. I mean, which is kind of interesting, but you know, I think it's kind of like. Uh, the government's trying to cover up some shit, maybe. Because have you ever heard of uh, um, Dulcie? Yep. You know. The underground base. Yeah, this guy, the guy that was reading the fucking book, he called, kept calling it Dolce. <laughs> I was, I was so pissed. I was like, motherfucker, it's goddamn Dulce. <laughs> Well, my coffee was a Dolce, though. <laughs> so. As a Dolce latte? Yeah, why not? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Some f- faggy, frothy drink. <laughs> I mean, the shit that happened, like, supposedly happens at this underground base in the the Dulce, New Mexico area, in that. In the, uh, that That's its own episode. Yeah. It has to I be. mean, there's, like, I guess some shit that's come out of there. Where aliens are supposedly working with humans and... That's what they call it. It's one of the dumbs. It's a deep underground military site. Yeah. There's supposedly a shitload of them, too. Yeah. But... And so, I'm kind of, like, in that whole thing where I'm going, hmm, I don't know. But, I mean, supposedly, from... I don't know. I can't remember who it was. Some actor... Was friends with Truman? No, not Truman. Patton? Something like that. So one of the, I don't know, one of the presidents. President Patton was the president. Not Pat. Um, MacArthur? I don't know, one of the, I think it was MacArthur. Anyway, he was like, you know, he, he goes, hey, you know, I'm going to, or somebody, I don't, I don't know, a president. He was like, the president was like boasting. Listen. I'm going to tell you something. We're out golfing. He's like, uh, so, uh, you know the whole uh, Area 51 thing? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I've met aliens before. You know. That sounds like a Truman thing. Yeah. He's like, uh, maybe it was Truman. Because he's like, I've met aliens before. I've actually been, you know, in contact. I've met them face to face. We have an agreement. You know, you do this or that and okay, you know, we'll allow this, but, you know, don't go too much on it. You know, we'll allow you to take people, we'll allow you to, you know, do whatever, but it has to be, you know, a limit. Yeah, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Truman. Uh, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much the my little alien escapade of uh, aliens being communists. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Kevin's going to love this. Yeah, because, you know, if there's one thing I enjoy talking about less than aliens, it's communism. <laughs> as, as soon as I heard Because, I mean, here's the difference between aliens and communism. I believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, Do I think that they came here and, like, fucking built the pyramids and shit? No, I don't. But I think they're, they're a real thing. They've been here before. But, uh... I'm not saying they built the comi- uh, built the 
Not, the not this time you're not. But you know. I'm not. I've never said they built the pyramids. I'm saying I think they, they f- helped out. They okay. actually gave help to us. There's certain places on on Earth where come I don't. On. We don't need to do this again, though. No. We do this all the time. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. You know, you really got like you got to think about it. You know, I do. I and mean, you don't you don't give our ancestors enough credit. Yeah, but when when fucking people that are, you know know their shit, like people that deal with stone and everything every freaking day of their life, mm-hmm. say there's no goddamn way our ancestors, unless they had some kind of technology that all of a sudden, boom, they forgot about, and we all forgot about it, that you know could cut certain these certain stones precisely and to certain angles and everything else that's kind of i don't know i mean do i believe that you know i don't i don't i mean i don't believe that everything was created by aliens i think that yeah they may have i'm not saying that that we didn't create it we probably did but we were probably given the tools to do so so we weren't smart enough to know how to do it but we were smart enough to know how to use these fucking crazy tools. Well, no. If we were shown how to use it, then we used it. I mean, like the Aztecs yeah, and Mayans. Buy it, they came up. They had. They came up with the concept of zero that Mayans did, and they had, you know, mathematics that was beyond anything that Europe had. But they also ripped the still beating hearts out of people to give them to a fucking flying snake with feathers. So. Which point? So they're super <laughs> advanced, but they're still doing crazy bullshit. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, well, anyway, Holy so Jesus. yeah, aliens and uh, communism, you know, and my wild rantings about you know different things. Yes, but, but it was fun though, because <laughs> I get to shit on all kinds of dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I so like I said, as soon as I. I started listening to this book, and I got, this is like five, ten chapters in, and I'm like, holy shit, I know what we're talking about this week. (laughs) Aliens and communists. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was like, yep, that's where we go. So, next week, I don't know about you, but over the last couple weeks... I've had the hankering to talk about some badasses. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know about you, but... I can talk about some uh, some crazy stories. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Why not? I've already got a guy picked, too. Motherfucker! <laughs> How dare you? Huh? You just had this plan, didn't you? I kind of did. I was like, you know... Okay. Alright. Yeah. Well, alright. So, next week... Badasses. Dig up a badass. All right. I think you can manage it. We'll do it. So, with that said, if you're looking for headphones, earbuds, all that good stuff. Studio.com. Motherfucker, don't be cutting you out just, my shit. You just talked all the time. Let me take Let me take care of you for a minute. All right, all right. Just lay back and let it happen. <laughs> uh, no. So, if you are looking for some top-notch, high-quality earbuds, headphones, or speakers, go over to studio.com. You find anything you're looking for. They've got a vast variety of earbuds and uh, a couple of different types of headphones that you could uh, you can dig into. And once you find what you're looking for, throw it in your cart, 
go to the checkout and put in Dark Windows 15 in the promo code, and you will get 15% off just because we like you, you know? Um, you can also go over to darkwindowspod.com, which is our website, and uh, that has links there to our friends at Studio. It's got links to our guy with a tiny dick and a fart can on his car. Um, it's got links to our all of our social medias on Facebook. We are the Dark Windows Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Dark Windows Pod. Uh, more so on Instagram than Twitter. <laughs> um, also has links to has a link to our Age of Radio page where you can listen to every episode of this. I don't even know bizarre shit that we've that we've covered throughout the years, years, literally years. Holy shit, it's gonna be four years next year. Wow, I, this this is the longest I've ever held a full time job. <laughs> At the same place. <laughs> Not well, this guy. Same company. Same company. No, it's, that's because you work for companies that make you miserable and you just refuse to quit because you're a fucking glutton for punishment. I want them to quit me. <laughs> it's called being fired. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can go over to Age Radio and find your next, f- next favorite podcast. Uh, if you are looking for true crime, we've got that. If you're looking for... Um, I don't. I, we got everything. We've got true crime. We've got history. We've got uh, paranormal. We've got mysterious things. We've got beer. We've got self motivation, sports, fucking anything. If there's a podcast about it, if there's a topic, we've probably got you covered. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of just ran out of steam there. You're like, huh? It's been yeah. a long. Uh, it's been a long week. Yeah, I've. Uh, I mean, it's only Wednesday. It is only Wednesday, but I've been tiling a shower for the last week, and it's kicking my ass. So I keep having to pull stuff and redo it, and because it shifts or just doesn't look right. And it. I mean, I enjoy doing it, but I just I don't like doing it six times. Uh huh. <laughs> but it's one of those things that happens, where you know it doesn't matter how good are, how good you are at it. You're going to have to pull shit apart and redo some stuff. Um, but hey, beats sitting behind a fucking desk all day. Which, you know, no offense, but I, I can't do that. I was going to... Started to feel like I was going to die. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fun. Anyway, we're going to talk about badasses next week. Woo! Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, until then, just... Hey, you know what? Hold on. Before we go too far. Once you rate, review, and subscribe... And fucking tell some other people about this. You know, tell tell other people about it. You know, tell your friends. We'll get some more people listening to this shit. The more, the merrier. And, uh, you know. Oh, all this fuckery. All this fuckery. We're, I mean, this is our 160th episode, so it's about time we got some more fucking people involved in this. Uh-huh. So, hop on it. Tell, pe- tell people you don't even fucking like about this show. I don't care. I don't care if it's like the neighbor you share a wall with that you hate their guts because they're always fucking banging on it or something or their kids are noisy. I don't give a shit. Tell them about the show. And uh, once once you got them listening, tell us who they are and we'll fucking eviscerate them. Like they gave us a bad review. We'll just shit all over them. It'll be really fun. So until next week, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you.